All right, folks, this is David Burnett coming to you from Lee Triplett Stadium. Me and Ricky following a 42 to nothing victory for over Pearl River Central. Ricky, this game uh, here, we'll start from the beginning. Really never went PRC's way from the beginning. The first play of the game, they uh, fumbled by uh, Dalton Lee. Yeah, we talked about it in the in, in the in the pregame stuff. You know, we knew that, and and I think that even Chesby agreed. You know, we knew that PRC was going to have to come in here and not turn the ball over, um, and and they didn't do that. They would have to come in here and not commit penalties, and they just didn't do that tonight either. I mean, there was a lot of penalties. I think they had four uh, false starts in the in the in the first half. Um, so that was really kind of the, the the story of the of the first half, and they were getting a little bit of penetration up front. You know, they saw something on film. Uh, obviously, with what Diaboville was doing to Picayune last week, Picayune runs this four-man front. And you just don't have really anyone over the center, and, and they were doing a lot of those sneaks. A really conservative um, effort to try to do some ball control, but outside of those quarterback sneaks, uh, Dave, they just didn't have a whole lot else going on. Um, other than that, you know, with their offense, uh, they had a couple of couple of plays. Um, had the one play in the first half, but right before the end of the first half where the, uh, the tight end got loose and got up the field, got called back on a penalty. They were just shooting uh, their, themselves in the, in the foot tonight. And, and you know, I think Picayune came out, and we talked about it. They were a little bit flat, uh, just didn't have a lot of energy. And uh, I think they were getting beat a little bit up front, t- to be honest, uh, by, by PRC. And uh, they, got, they got all of that rust and whatever the coaches said in the halftime, they came out and it looked a lot different in the second half. Yeah, and I, we, you'll hear that a little bit in the short interview I got with Coach Stogner, um, he alluded to what, you know, what kind of happened and me and him talking, he just, he just said, you know, they, his guys just weren't driving. It just, and, and it was a little flat. He, and you'll hear it in there, but I think it was the same thing me and you talked about on sideline. Picking gets the score real quick because of the turnover in the, um, in the first quarter. I mean, first series of the game. And I, I think they felt like it was going to be easy. I think Picayune thought this was going to be a cakewalk. Well, you look at the 42 to nothing, and that's what you think. It was a cakewalk. Well, that first half, I mean, I mean, you can go through the highlights of this first quarter, but it was not a cakewalk. I mean, Port River Central made them earn every yard in that first part of the game. Yeah, I mean, it was 14 nothing um, at halftime, and it was 7 nothing for a while. You know, Picayune really came in and um, – just couldn't get a whole lot going up front. They they shot themselves in the foot a little bit as well. You know, we talked about even with our interview with Coach Feely at Diabrio last week. Said we just we haven't put a complete game together yet, and they they didn't do that again tonight. They came out um, two touchdowns called back. We had a long run by Daldell that was negated uh, by a penalty. We had another long run. It was the end around by by Noah Carter that they got called back for a penalty as well. So they were shooting themselves in the in the foot a little bit, but. Man, they they got together and and with their defensive group and they started pinching down. They started shutting down those those little quarterback uh, keepers that they were doing, and you know just really started to, to to come into their own and really play play ball a little bit. But yeah, it definitely did not look like it was going to be a forty two nothing game uh, after the after halftime. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was rough running for uh, Picayune the whole first half. I mean, I think. Um, First touchdown was a, I think it was a Dorian Robinson uh, five-yard touchdown run, and then a, we had a sneak from Dawson Underwood for five yards. So it wasn't um, anything, any big. Really, was no big plays. The, all the big plays were called back, and um, 
But and then we talked to Shesby about it, and I think I brought it up was how does Coach Owen bring his crew in here and keep them under control as far as like emotionally? And I with the penalties, false starts, just mental breakdowns. I, I don't I don't think they. I mean, not not saying he didn't do it, but I just don't think the kids were able to live in the moment and understand that hey, it's a game, it's Picayune, but uh, and Picayune was able to do that for the most part. They didn't make any of the false starts. I mean, it was some holding penalties, you know. But I mean, I I, I think PRC just couldn't control themselves coming into Picayune playing this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that a hundred percent, and. You know, as you mentioned, they, they, they came in and really was almost trying to play a little bit of a ball control game, right? And, and I think that was their strategy is we've just got to try to move the ball really any way that we can. Um, just didn't, again, outside of those those quarterback sneaks with Lee, just couldn't get a whole lot going offensively. Um, had a, a couple of passes that, that were completed, but, you know, hats off to, to those guys at PRC. I mean, those kids, we knew it. When you looked on the, on the field, all the numbers you saw on offense – Dave, you saw most of those on defense as well. They did go both ways, um, and I think it just wore down on those guys. And anytime you got uh, Dante Dawdell into space, they, you know, they they did a good job of bottling him up if they could get you know game tackle him up front. But once he got some running lanes going, he was going to be running people over, and, and and we did see some of that. That just started to wear on them a little bit. But they they played hard. Uh, Dalton Lee played hard, had a lot of tackles. Um, their defensive line, I thought, played pretty well. You know, they were they were really playing hard as well. And, um, you know, I thought that, um, you know, Steven did a really good job. Um, you know, Steven Johnson, we, we talked about him uh, before the game. He, he played really hard. I mean, their, their guys played hard. And uh, Andrew Lee was another guy um, on that defensive tackle side. He, he played really hard. Just, you know, good effort for them up front. Just They were just a little bit overmatched tonight. Yeah, so Picking goes in halftime up fourteen nothing, but when they come out the second half, it was it was almost like a totally different team. It's uh, it's almost like they needed to hear what Coach Stogner and the rest of the coaches told them because when they come out, it was it was Picking's brand of football. They were they had they were pushing, and maybe some of that is is fatigue on setting in on um, Pearl Central on the Blue Devils, but I mean it was a totally different team if you got some summary of the of the second half yeah i do david really the 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 third quarter came out picking scores on the first drive um prc's first drive uh they actually fumble on the kickoff and it's it's 28 nothing before you know it you know so um six penalties at this point for prc um another big play called back they actually had a had a kickoff um, that they were able to to field and get some yardage on, and it it came back because of penalties. So at that point, it was it was seven penalties. Um, you know, Picayune was swarming on defense at that point, and you know when you really think about this game, you get into the fourth quarter, and what you wanted to see in this game tonight was was exactly how it how it turned out. Now again, it didn't start well. It wasn't a complete game for Picayune. Coach Stogner will tell you that. Um, you know, Coach Hayden will tell you that. Uh, the offensive line coach, you know, Coach Edwards, they'll tell you those things as well. But what you want to do is you want to go in that game, get a win against a district opponent. They did that. You want to come out of this game without any injuries. They did that. And then you want to come out of this game, if you can, in a situation like this, get some of these young guys' experience. And they were able to do that as well. And, you know, Brady Robertson comes in uh, about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 
First play of the game, he goes play action fake, rolls out really pretty pass, hits Dorian Robinson, he scores for his, you know, Brady's, or Darnell, sorry, hits Darnell, um, he scores his, throws his first touchdown in his young career, so that was really important. You got to see some other guys that we'd heard about that were going to be pretty good, a guy like Ratcliffe, who has primarily played secondary, we knew he was good there, and you know, Coach was telling us last week, you were to see this kid run the ball. He's going to be really good. We got to see him tonight as well. And we got to see Hickman at fullback. Some more, you know, some of these other younger guys worked in on the offensive line. That's really, really good experience. So I think overall, this is this is a good thing for them. You know, all those things that we talked about. Um, you know, what was interesting, too, that we didn't mention that I'll come back to was uh, some of those, those issues we saw in the first half. We saw uh, Dante Daudel come in and play defensive tackle, not in, but tackle. Yeah, and I and that's uh, I think it's Coleman. Is it Coleman that's missing on the defense tackles? Got uh, missing do it too. Xavier Coleman was out again tonight, and and I think I think that's still you know that's hurting them a little bit. Um, I, I think that they're not maybe as deep at that defensive tackle position. But you know, I had an interv- a chance to interview um, Coach Tyler, and you'll hear him say it. He said, "I'll take my four guys on my defensive line, and and I'll I'll take them over anybody in the state." He believes in those guys, and um, you know, I think that they, those guys are are playing really really well. Yeah, we got some fans, some fans walking by, waving at us. So, uh, we got some talking ball, y'all fans um, here at uh, stadium. As we sit here in Ricky's car recording this, as fans are leaving the stadium. Yeah, um, I, it was nice to see the young guys playing. I mean, and it's mainly been a lot of young guys already. So it's it's amazing to see the uh, the amount that Picayune actually has that that can play. And I do. I mean, um, I know. I know the the four starters that we usually have on the on the defensive line, but you know there is an issue there with depth. I mean, and 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 this this is a good thing that you're able to win and get by without having you know being able to move some guys around because it's going to develop depth. So later on in the season, some of these guys that we feel like for us as I mean, and we're just spectators. Ricky, we don't see what's going on at practice. We don't see this. And it could just be some assignment issues where they're not following the, the assignment. Maybe they're, you know, they're playing well, but, I mean, can, can play well. And maybe they're just not following what the play call is. So um, as, as just watching the game, we don't actually know all those things. So hopefully that's just some issues that um, – I, mean, I know it's stuff that Coach Hayden and um, – Coach Smith will fix and uh, get it get it get it straight as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean, we've played some really good opponents out of conference, right? And you know, this Diabloville team that we played last week. I mean, you go back to just who they played: Poplarville, Jefferson Davis, Diabloville. I mean, they've played some really good opponents, and you know, these are young kids, right? So it's very hard to get these guys to understand. Don't worry about this team being zero and two. You've got to come out and start and play really, really hard. It's hard to get kids to do that, and we saw that tonight. But, again, they got it worked out. As you mentioned, they made adjustments, and that's the most important thing. So, you know, we're going to be getting ready for for Van Cleef uh, next week, Dave. And, of course, like we've started doing um, with it this past week, we're going to do a a district um, opponent preview game that we'll get out for everyone this week. And, you know, it was really really great, too. Just uh, they honored all these – the past championship teams and – we got a chance to talk to a lot of guys that we hadn't uh, seen in a long time and got some really good interviews and things, and hopefully everybody will enjoy that as well. Yeah, um, Timmy Kraft with the Touchdown Club put on a phenomenal um, f- 
phenomenal thing today. Um, him, I mean, he went out his way to, I mean, they, it was great. I don't even have the words to describe all the, all of what they done. They had so many former players here from those past teams and able to catch up with them. We got a great interview. Won't be released on this with Jacob Felix. Went way long, so we're we're probably going to release that by itself, but it, it's going through his whole career of growing up here in Picayune on through what he's doing now, and uh, really good stuff. And then Ricky was able to catch up. I'm not. I, we may put that one on this one, um, or we may just put it by itself. It was a really good interview with Bobby Bounds, the quarterback that led Picayune to the 86 uh, state championship. So, And that was really cool because I'd never met him and uh, just hearing him talk. And uh, now I feel like I do, you know, some really good stuff. And we, we, we talked to Coach uh, Lee for a little while, and uh, we may have something set up there for in the future. Uh, me and Ricky's going to try to meet him. Some other guys, I got phone numbers. Like, it was really good. If you weren't here, it, it – it, I mean, it was just a phenomenal job. I know, I know they had so many people that sponsored this. Uh, HSI, um, um, Jacob McKinley and uh, his family. They 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 provided the breakfast. Um, they had game sponsors. Uh, I mean, it, it was just phenomenal to see um, a lot of people here. But next week we go. We Bankley comes here for homecoming. And as Ricky said, we're going to get a preview episode. Don't know who we'll get to talk to. Um, we got some ideas. We haven't reached out to them yet. So we'll start reaching out probably Sunday and see if we can get somebody by Tuesday and break it by Wednesday or Thursday. And that's something that, I mean, the amount of people that listened to the PRC one was just uh, overwhelming. And uh, so I think it, um, it just showed us that maybe people do want to hear the preview. So we're going to try to do the preview episodes every week. Um, well, Picune takes this one 42 to nothing over PRC. Next week, Van Cleve, and Van Cleve runs the ball a lot. Ricky, that's all I know. They got a really good running back down there on the coast, this Bilbo kid. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's going to be, uh, you know, another good contest for them. So, um, you know, just looking at this district shake up, you know, four teams are going to go. I, I don't think that there's any doubts in, in anyone's minds that Picune won't be one of those four teams. Um, the question is going to be, you know, where they're going to, to fall in. And uh, I think that they, you know, can can play with anyone in this in, in this district. And you know, we we kind of have talked about the the wild card and this whole thing is Gauche, right? I mean, we know how good East Central is going to be. We know that uh, George County has some athletes as well. We've seen Picayune. We know what Picayune can do. Um, we know where does Gauche fall into this thing? Um, and and that's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be some good fun football. Just got to stay healthy and uh, continue to get better each week. And and I still had, don't think we've played our best football yet. And uh, to to say that after a forty-two nothing blowout, um, that's saying a lot, and, and I think it's the truth. Yeah, and there's a guy that uh, is helping us promote a lot, Ricky, on Twitter's uh, coast. Fo- he does a coast football, and he he posts out a lot of stuff, and he he does a lot of stat stuff, Matt stats, and I mean, he 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 broke down the region beginning, and he had. Uh, I think he had George County winning region, and now he's got Picayune at one. He's moved Gaucher to, to two, and I think he moved George County to either three or four, and then East Central right there. So he's seen a, he's seen a lot from Gaucher, and to have them move moved up to two, but he's also got Van Cleve in that wild card spot. I mean, they're kind of a unknown, so you know it could be the team that sneaks in we'll get a good good look at them next week and hopefully we'll get you out there a preview episode and get you ready for the game so ricky we'll be back at pq next week um thanks man it was a lot of fun
Yeah, this was awesome, Dave. I think we got out here at like five o'clock, so we've been we've been out here for a while. Um, I think we're, we're we're about to shut the lights down, lights off here now. So yeah, looking forward to next week and getting ready for the the matchup with Van Cleef. Yeah, hope you enjoy it. We got some great interviews following this. I'm Sawyer. Are you tired of shopping for the best insurance for the Rose Premium? Talk to my dad and let him do the shopping for you. Call Ray Hart at A Plus Insurances right here in Picayune for home, auto, business, or life. For all your insurance needs, call 601 798 8032. A Plus Insurance is the right coverage for the right price. All right, I'm I'm here with a uh, sophomore defensive end, uh, Jamonte Waller. Waller, how does it feel? This is your first this is your first experience playing PRC. So how does it feel playing uh, PRC tonight? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, you know, we know it's it's a robbery game and stuff like that. So we know what to bring to the table, and you know, we did what we had to do and got the job done. Well, you've had a pretty good year so far. Um, what? But the first half really wasn't going. I mean, you, y'all were leading 14 to nothing, but I don't think it was going exactly how Coach Stogner wanted it. Yes, sir. You know, um, he told us in the locker room. He said, "Just keep doing what we're doing. Don't bend. But no, don't break. But bend. You know, and that's that's what we did. We got the job done with a shutout. So uh, going through, you're pretty quick around the around the uh, around the end there. Does it does it frustrate you at times to play teams that don't pass? It kind of do sometimes because you know it's uh, like it's a lot of wing team wing T teams we play and we got to squeeze and stuff like that. So yeah, you know I, I really like getting out to the quarterback a lot. Yeah, I seen that. I seen uh, you've made some plays against. We played Gulfport who threw a little bit. You got a chance to chase a quarterback. The yes, Ivyle ran it, but uh, hopefully we'll face some more teams uh, coming forward at a throw. Yes, sir. You know. Well, being sophomore year, you're really standing out this year. Uh, hopefully you'll keep uh, keep improving and uh man I, sky's the limit for you man I, I don't know if you remember i helped when you was in seventh grade coaching junior high yeah i mean i was in and out then but i when i seen you i said this kid right here has got something hopefully he'll uh, develop and you you're on the right track man and i uh, look forward to the next uh this year and then two more years after that yes sir thank you roll tight hey folks if you need that special sweet treat for birthdays anniversaries or just because stop by and see our friends at katie cake and company they are located at 109 West Canal Street in Picayune. Let Katie Cake and Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Shh, your scale will never have to know. All right, I'm here with a uh, senior uh, starting center for the Picayune Maroon Tide, Ryan Pascal. Ryan, uh, first half, I, I, I thought they, uh, you guys weren't really getting a good push up front. Um, what kind of adjustments y'all made in the second half? Yeah, we went into halftime in there, and uh, Coach Dogner had talked to us, and Coach Edwards talked to us about uh, what we were doing wrong, really. Our, our guards and uh, our tackles, really everybody, all of us, we really weren't getting a really good push in there. Trying to get, trying to get to the second level, trying to get everybody uh, hat on a high like they preach every day at practice, weren't weren't really getting it done, and basically just executed in the second half. Yeah, I thought uh, thought the second half was a totally totally different game. I mean. Uh, you had a you ran the trap very well in the second half with uh Darnell had some big runs. So I thought I thought the adjustments y'all made were a big difference. And starting this game here against PRC, how's that feel going against a, a rival? Feels real good actually. Being being that I used to be there blue devil myself and uh now we're out here back beating them like we do every year. Have it up there on the board. Every year we beat them 42, 40 more points. Yeah, your dad went there, I went there, so it's a little different. We're on the other side. Yeah, we went on. We were on the other side too, so uh, we we went there. But all our kids go here, so it's kind of a uh, 
I know how your dad feels about that, but I know he's happy. I'm, I mean, waiting your turn to get to to be the starter. I mean, that uh, that has to be special. Oh yeah, it, it's real. It's real special being able to be behind that championship team and uh, basically waiting that whole year, knowing there was juniors and seniors ahead of me, and trying to come in the next year under starting spot, still juniors and seniors ahead of me, and uh, trying try working your hardest and getting in there. It's nice to finally actually get a chance and be able to prove everybody what you can do. Well, good luck, Ryan, the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, keep winning. Yes, sir. Hopefully same thing. The Labor and Delivery Unit at Highland Community Hospital is proud to welcome new babies and support growing families in our community. Our qualified, caring staff, along with state-of-the-art technology, make Highland Community Hospital a wonderful place to welcome your new baby. So call 601-358-9422 to schedule your appointment today or visit highlandch.com forward slash here for you. Here with Coach Tyler Smith. Um, coach, you know, you used to play on the other side in blue and white. I know you're, you're probably the youngest coach on the sideline. And, I mean, how did that feel just to be on the other side of your alma mater tonight for the first time? I mean, it was – it's just any other game to us. I mean, it, it, we came out and executed like we were supposed to, and, you know, the same thing we did last year, same thing we'll do next year. So, I mean, it, it's always Other good to come out here and see some familiar faces, but I'm glad we got the win tonight for sure. And, Coach, you know, it just looked like from our vantage point that the, the, the team came out a little bit stale tonight. Really, it looked like they just wanted a little bit more than we did up front. Um, you guys made some adjustments, though, and definitely buckled down here in the second half. Uh, well, you know, it, it takes a while for some of these games to come out and, and really get going. But, I mean, once we got our rhythm and figured it out, you know, those guys up front always figured it out. And, you know, I'll tell anybody, you know, with, with my guys at D-line, I'll take my four guys and I'll go against anybody in the state with them. I mean, that's just how I feel. And, and I know uh, offensive-wise with Coach Edwards and, and Coach Feely and all those guys, I know no matter what, they're always going to figure it out. So it was only a matter of time before we started getting going on both sides of the ball. Well, you guys, you guys definitely did, Coach. And, uh, you know, as you're getting into district now, um, I know you, we, we do have one uh, injury still. Um, and, and, and how is he doing? Uh, we, have, we have one injury with Xavion uh, Coleman. Uh, he, he's fine. Uh, we expect him to make a good recovery and be back soon for us. But um, he, he's doing great, and uh, we can't wait to have him back. Well, Coach, I know you guys want to get you know get going here and talk to your team a little bit more. Thanks for your time tonight. Good job tonight. Um, 42 nothing. Pretty good, pretty good district game. Got to play some young guys. Got out of here without any more injuries, and I think that's always a good thing. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. Thanks. If you like sports, we think you will love the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. The podcast has had some great guests lately. Like the football coach, Will Hall. And ESPN's Wright Thompson. And legendary Mississippi sports writer, Rick Cleveland. Oh, and Dad, you almost forgot Brett Favre was on, too. That's right, Easton. We have had some great guests on the podcast. This is Jeff Lossett, co-founder and producer of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. You can get the podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Once again, thanks for all the support, and thanks for listening. All right, I'm here with head coach Cody Steiner. Coach, went in at halftime 14 to nothing over PRC, but – uh. I, I, I felt like just for, as an observer that the uh, you weren't playing uh, picking football that first half. No, we weren't. I mean, you know, defense did well. We, we bend it and break. But our offense, you know, we got that quick score, and I think we kind of kind of took the, you know our foot off the gas pedal thinking this game was going to be easy, and we tried to tell them all week, you know, these guys, they, they, you know, they've got a good football team. They had a great game plan, 
And we had to go in at halftime and say, look, we got to get back to picking football. We weren't. We went out to the second drive and didn't move anybody. But you know what? They responded real well to second half, and I'm proud of them. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I made a comment last talking about Darnell being a part of the game plan. He, I know he always is. But, man, I love that trap play when it works. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's one of the best plays in football, you know, and you get some guys over pursuing And, you know, they credit to the guys up front. We were able to get on linebackers tonight, especially the first time we ran it. We were able to get on a linebacker and break a big play. You know, we talked about it last week. We just get on a linebacker, we could have broke him, and we finally did tonight. And then Darnell's just, you know, he's a big part of our offense. You know, we rely on him a lot, and he's, and he's a great football player. Yeah, after I made the comment, I went back and listened to the interview, and it, it didn't sound like what I meant. I just I knew he, I knew the fullback's gonna be whether they get a carry or not they're they're a huge part of the picking unit offense. So I was like I just wanted to take that back and say that. But uh, man, uh, great second half. Um, always good to get that first uh, region win. So uh, good luck next week. Thank you. With fall and cooler weather just around the corner, there's no better time to head out to Brothers in Arms. It's Hattiesburg's premier outdoor gun range. It is located at 4657 Highway 49 South. Whether you're a new shooter or an experienced one, all are invited to shoot on the safe and family-oriented range. Go check them out and inquire about their annual memberships, hourly rates, as well as their training classes they offer. Once again, that's Brothers in Arms Outdoor Range at 4657 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And remember, always keep your sights pointed downrange. So I'm here with Coach Bob Bounds. Uh, I, I still call you coach because you, you coached me. So, um, Coach Bounds, you as a part of that 1986 state championship team. I want to get you to talk about that. So we'll just start there. Uh, just tell me about your playing days here. Well, wow. I mean, it, it ended really good, obviously, uh, with that state championship year. We were – no one really expected us to do, do any good at all. We only had, like, nine seniors. But uh, turned out to be one of the – obviously the first state championship in uh, picking history. Uh, since we had the state since state championship came to Mississippi, so uh, it was a great year. It was a great year, no doubt. And who did you guys play that that year for the state championship? Uh, Clarksdale. Okay. It wasn't a, wasn't a uh, great night for me. I was sick. I actually got the flu on the way up there. And by the time we got to uh, Jackson for the game, I was running about 102 fever and had it coming out of both ends. And uh, I just strong enough to get out there and play half the game. Just enough to kind of get us a lead and get us a win. Sounds like one of those Michael Jordan stories, right? Yeah. Right. I, cool. Well, the, I finished the game. I was in the ER at the end of the game, actually, uh, on an IV drip by the time the uh, final whistle blew. But uh, man, so coach, you, you you played here, had a good, had a really good career here, and then just talk a little bit about your collegiate days, where you went to school, and yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, not too many people wanted me, you know, coming out of old Picayune High School, but I had a couple of offers here in state, and then, but I decided to go to East Texas State which is now Texas A&M Commerce, Division II. And uh, things just worked out for me there. I ended up playing, you know, I redshirted and then got to play all four of my years, started for three years, uh, two NCAA Division II quarterfinalist teams, a couple of Lone Star Conference championships, uh, and I'm in the Hall of Fame there now. So it, was, it, was a good, it turned out to be a really good deal. I wouldn't change anything. That's pretty awesome. And from there, you played some arena ball too, right? Yeah, I played. I actually played four years professionally, two years in the Arena League. I played one year in the CFL. Didn't make it through the whole season. Uh, when they expanded to the United States, I was on the Shreveport Pirates. And also played a year over in Spain in a professional league there. So, uh, you know, I was trying to make it into an NFL camp. That was the goal. But just never got there, you know. Yeah. 
it's just yeah it's really really hard so from there you know until I met you which was uh, the 1998-1999 the season which was my senior year I remember I met you right outside of here we were about on this area <laughs> and coach Lee come over and he said uh, this is Ricky Whitaker he plays linebacker for us and that's when I met you and um, you know, I, I took to you pretty pretty quick. I thought you did some good things out here for us. Um, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but we, we played a team that we actually played for the state championship, or that, that played for the state championship that year, Columbia. You know, back then, um, two people from the district went to playoffs, and now they seem like they take half of the, the, right. the district each year. But um, they beat us 17-14, and I remember you you played their quarterback position, and they ran that. It was a old Notre Dame box, right. right? And they would do this this spinner play where the quarterback would spin back. It was just a weird play. Really good athlete, really good team that they had. But um, we should have won that game, but she helped us prepare for that. And prior to that, where did you coach before that? You were doing some coaching in Texas, right? Yeah, I, I actually GA'd at, at East Texas State for two years, and then I got into high school coaching there in Texas. I was an assistant at Newman Smith High School, and then uh, with the Marcus High School, we actually won state championship there. I was a receivers coach there. Uh, came back here, you know, thought it might be an opportunity to advance my career in coaching. Uh, one thing led to another, and I ended up going right back to Texas actually after the football season. But it was a it was a great year, you know. That I really love, you know. Of course, these guys that, that kind of grew up the same way I did. So right. there was an immediate bond, I think. Between a bunch of us, I was still really young. Uh, we, had, we didn't have success, obviously. We wanted to that year, but we kind of felt like it was we didn't reach up to our expectations. But it was still always will be a very positive experience in my time. Coach. Yeah, we were we were seven and four that year. Um, we won some games that we probably shouldn't have. You know, I was talking to Coach Lee earlier tonight um, on this field. Man, we came out here and we actually beat a Pascagoula team right. in the in the mud and rain. We were all jumping up and down in the locker rooms because. They thought they were going to beat us. They had a kid who was an Alabama commit on that team. Right. Um, they kind of come out here, didn't take a slide, ran the option. We ate that up and then went to Gulfport the next week and won another game that we weren't supposed to win. Uh, two of those kids, Bobby Garner was on that team at quarterback. He played tight end at USM. Rod Davis was Mr. Mississippi, right. was actually being a, 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 was a, but, a Butkus finalist, maybe won the Butkus Award at lot, being for best linebacker when he was at USM, played uh, a short career uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. So they had some good athletes. We beat them, you know, lost some games that we shouldn't have. But one of the, the things that sticks out to me with you is we were in the locker room one day and we were watching a film of your old playing days. So we're in the, game, the film room and you, he gets us all over there. Coach Bounds like, hey, hey, come here, come here, watch this play. And you you cracked on a guy that we didn't know who he was, and you're like, that's John Randall. So you got to got to tell us about that play. Well, yeah, I did I did get to play against a lot of uh, you know future the guys eventually went on to the NFL, but John Randall is probably the one the most elite of all those. He's in the he's in the NFL Hall of Fame, but he was a great player. Played at Texas A and I University, which is now Texas A and M Kingsville. And uh, yeah, it was probably a get back because I, I threw an interception actually earlier in the game and uh, he came to block me and I was like man come on John he was, had me on skates I was running from him as a matter of fact then uh, later on in the game there was a player that got spun around you know when quarterbacks are kind of carried out their fake on the backside the play all of a sudden comes back and you get a chance to block somebody I had a chance to kind of get him back but yeah that was, that was probably the clip that I showed you might be one of my claims to fame I guess hey y'all yeah real quick Probably learned a lot of blocking here, though, at Picayune, right? I mean, y'all did the same oh, yeah, kind of hey, offense yeah, we run now? Yeah, I tell, I tell everybody, I don't know, you know, it was a little bit different when I came back to coach, but under Calvin, mm -hmm. we started two-a-days. We all did 
the same thing. Everybody did the same things. Whether the quarterbacks block, practice blocking, tackling, we all went through football. We became football players first before you got position specific. So, yeah, I mean, it was something that obviously I wasn't uh, you know, strange to. You know, I, I played a lot of defensive back here too. So, yeah. I mean, it was your, atyp your, your typical, you know, run and hide quarterback. I like to kind of mix it up every now and then. Yeah, you know, Donnie Bond, he's out here tonight as well. He was he was my defensive coordinator, of course. You know, I know he was a teammate of yours. He played quarterback on that team, right? And he was a pretty pretty good ball player, her too. Yeah, he played corner and played some safety also. We, uh, we, we played the same secondary together. Absolutely, he was a great player. That, that's awesome. I remember, you know, back in those days, just coming up as a kid, um, I was born in 80, so I was a, a young guy. But in the early 90s, I know there was a lot of talk about just those coast teams. Uh, Moss Point, uh, Biloxi, Pascagoula. I mean, that was kind of the road to yeah. everything. Went through those guys, and, and you know th they're starting to come back into dominance now. I think when y'all played, it was Gula, huh? Gula was the big team. Well, uh, yeah, Pascagoula was probably the best team of the bunch. Yeah. Moss Point was was the elite team at that point in time. Uh, you know, Coach Miller. You know, they had quite quite a run there at the same time we did. And of course, we were big, big time rivals back then. And Coach, uh, you know, I, I've heard a lot about Calvin Triplett. You know, my dad used to talk about Calvin Triplett as well. Um, and he actually played for Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson coached here. Um, I didn't believe him for years, so he's pulled out his yearbook. So he got his start. He was a position coach out here. Yep. Uh, but he talked a lot about Calvin Triplett and those Calvin Triplett teams. I know that, you know, his coaching tree, you know, Coach Lee's from that. And, you know, a lot of guys that, that coached with him have, have went on. Um, I mean, what's your what's just something about him that maybe – we wouldn't know, or just be well, a good memory you had with him. Coach was, coach was just, you know, number one, he's a, a great man, you know, and it's, he's, you know, my, my, my family, my family's, my dad's plan all along was to one day bring me back here where he can retire so that I could play for, for Coach Triplett. And, uh, and obviously the things that I learned growing up here and playing in the system, and it's really the system that you still see today. It's the foundations that Coach Triplett left there, passed on to Coach Dodd Lee, and Dodd has, has passed on to Cody that that are still here today. It's that hard yeah. nose, old school, you know, you're just going to outwork your opponent uh, mentality. Well, Coach, I know you've been you've been all eyes on the game tonight. It, it, it's 14-0. Um, we're up, about to start the second half. What have you seen tonight? Well, I, you know, I just love this game, this, this picking for a central game. It's something that I, I never got to experience as a, as a player. Because uh, PRC wasn't quite big enough to play us at the time, but this is great for this community. Uh, I know Picky that's that's Maroon Tidesman. We've kind of dominated the series over the years. Probably not as, as good of a game for, for them as it is for us, but uh, I think it's a great game. Uh, and of course, another two teams that are physical football, play the same style of football, and, and uh, it's a good game. Yeah, well, Coach, again, I appreciate it. I mean, it's really good to see you. I think the last time I saw you, you were out for another um, – maybe they were honoring the 86 team. It's been – shoot, time gets away now, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know. It's been a, been a while. I know time goes really quick. Um, but we definitely appreciate your time. This is an honor for me and just really good to see you. And Dave, you got anything? One thing, I just want to know what you're up to now. Where's – I mean, after football, well, where's life taking you now? Well, I've actually – I've coached you, obviously, for the first 13 years of my professional life. But then I got out and I've been in private business. I do concrete construction there in okay. Frisco, but I actually just got back into coaching this year. I've coached for the uh, the Frisco Fighters, uh, the indoor football league, oh, professional cool. indoor football. Nice. So that was great. We made it all the way to the league semifinals, and I'm looking forward to doing that again next year also. Well, Coach, I'm, I'm looking forward to catching up with you. I do get out to Texas a good bit. Um, steak dinner. Is it a date? Absolutely. Let's do it. Good Absolutely. to see you, sir. Thanks for your time. You bet.